Hi, this is Andrew Lotto. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. You know, one of the consequences of the coronavirus lockdown is that some relatively minor cultural events have been expanded into major cultural events because of our lack of perspective or proper input in our lives. I mean, Tiger King was fun and all, but sheesh, come on. The latest example of this overestimation of a cultural event is the song and video WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Somehow, this has become a major cultural event uh, in which it's been discussed in terms of its political implications, its social implications. I'd like to contribute to this over-evaluation of the song and video by offering a trilogy of podcasts, which will be known as the WAP Trilogy in the future or never. Uh, based on my impressions of the song and video and some of the thoughts it brought to my mind. Now, let me start by saying that I'm actually a big fan of both Cardi B and Megan Thee. Uh, Cardi B's become a cultural icon, and I'm all in. Her music I love, her look, her story, her crazy-ass political rhetoric, all of it's fabulous to me. The moment I first heard Megan Thee Stallion, shout out to Jess for introducing me, I was hooked. I think they're both great artists. That being said, WAP itself, or WAP as the white people seem to be saying, is really not that magical a song. It's certainly not a standard deviation away from the average lyric and content of songs by these two artists. I wouldn't say it defines a new expression amongst them. In terms of uh, a moment of women's sexual liberation in music, I don't think this makes the top 10. Certainly the top 10 would include probably five things from Madonna, maybe a Britney song here. And in terms of softcore porn, this is nowhere near as good as Nicki Minaj's Anaconda, which is now six years old. But it's culturally relevant, and I'm more than willing to take advantage of that to do a rant. Now, when I first saw this video, I was struck by the fact that they had actually changed or deleted some of the words in the song. Uh, And this version I saw was actually the official video from Cardi B's official Instagram site. And in particular, wet ass pussy, which is what WAP stands for, became wet and gushy, which doesn't make any sense because that would be wag or wog. So it doesn't make any sense. Also, it doesn't sound very appealing. I don't understand why if you're going to change the words, you don't keep it so that it's actually WAP. Why not something like white androgynous puppy? Got some white androgynous puppy. This is white androgynous puppy. I also don't understand why you would change those words at all in terms of presentation of the video. First, pussy and ass are not even on George Carlin's seven words that you can't say on TV. But really the question is, who are you protecting here? Who are you keeping from hearing wet ass pussy? Is it young children? So when young children hear this song and go around and sing it, they'll be singing wet and gushy instead? When a young girl and Halloween walks around in her Cardi B uh, leopard thong with leopard nipple coverings. She'll be singing wet and gushy. Did you protect her from that? Uh, are, is it religious people? Are there some religious people who really would like to hear a nice beat, but they don't want to hear any vaginal references? They're okay with the butt gyrations, 
but please don't refer to a pussy. I, the point here is that we are making this sort of censorship that makes no sense. Now, I will actually argue in the third of the WAP trilogy podcasts I'm making that I think there should be restraints on sexual images and words. But the problem is there's a huge hypocrisy of putting the sexualized images in the video and then changing the words. One, it's insulting. It's not the case that no one's going to know what these words are. It's not that anybody's really offended by the words but think the video is great. It also ruins the integrity of the song and video. There's an artistic integrity. The song is about wet-ass pussy. This is like going back and colorizing old black and white movies or making the Stones sing, let's spend some time together. If you have a song about wet-ass pussy, then let the lyrics talk about wet-ass pussy. And it's far more disturbing to me to hear a child walking around singing wet and gushy. You might as well either ban the video and song completely so that children can't see it because it's inappropriate or let the whole artistic thing happen together. But there's a larger issue here, and thank God, because if I made a podcast on why I think WAP's video and song should actually match with each other, I'd be pretty upset with myself. But the real issue is, why do we continue to give words this much power? Why do we block words that are sexual but are willing to show sexualized images? How is it that wet-ass pussy is more of a problem than Cardi B's fabulous ass bouncing down in my face? Remember when a picture was worth a thousand words? Now, these two words are more important than three minutes of video. We somehow have allowed words to control us instead of the other way around. We censor them. We are offended by them. We ban them. We cancel people who use the wrong ones. Not ideas, mind you. Not offended at ideas. Offended at words. Single words or phrases. Wet-ass pussy. Now, worse than wet and gushy is actually the attempt to alter the opening and closing phrase in the video. So the opening and closing phrase in the song is, there's some whores in this house, which is a sample from a song in the 1990s by Baltimore's DJ Frank Ski. And one could think of this using that phrase, the beginning of the song, as an example of these women taking advantage of co-opting a term that has been used against women. These strong women have taken, said, we're calling ourselves whores, therefore whores no longer has power over us. That would be right out of the playbook of the, uh, the homosexual movement, which took words that were used against them and co-opted them, like queer, like faggot. They actually took those words and said, we're gonna call ourselves that, we're gonna call ourselves queer, and then the words will no longer have meaning. They won't have the power to hurt us because they're now our words. That, by the way, was one of the fabulous moments in cultural history. I think it was genius. I don't think we think about it enough. And it's amazing to me now that the lessons from that period have been lost. People don't understand that the way to get rid of or to have uh, people uh, not hurt by words is to co-opt those words, to take the power from those words, not to censor them, not to make them uh, you know, evil or horrible or have trigger alerts, but to actually co-opt those words and take all the power for them.
I'm going to give you another example. And before everybody gets on my case, because this is nothing like the homosexual example, like the queer example, it's close to my heart. Uh, and it has to do with my homeland of Wisconsin, which I'm about to head back to. And that is back in the day, people tried to rip on Wisconsinites, fans of the Green Bay Packers, etc., by calling them cheeseheads. So they would call them cheeseheads, and what the Wisconsinites did was they embraced the term cheeseheads, they called themselves cheeseheads, and then started selling off hats of cheese to all of these statists, state bigots. I don't know what you call these people, but people who attack you because of your state of origin, you're now wearing the cheeseheads. We co-opted the word. So let's say that that's what happened in this case with Megan D and Cardi B. And it certainly fits with the narrative of these two women that they would do that. In the video, they actually do some little digital signal processing so that instead of there's whores in this house, it says there's was in this house, there's was in this house, which sounds a little bit like either a really extreme Eastern Coast accent. Look at these whores. Or it sounds like one of those pretentious people who, when they do question words, always pronounce the H before the W. When, where, why, was. Whatever the purpose of it, it's idiotic. In this case, you've changed the word so it's not even a word. It's not even a word. It's not like they changed it to, there's some horses in this house, which would be kind of fun. But they actually changed it into was, which isn't even a word. Now, um, the problem here is that if people are going around and singing this, like kids, so the kids who are singing wet and gushy, if they start the song by singing this was in this house, this home was in this house, I might think to myself, listening to these kids, is this child a moron? Is this child an idiot? Are they an imbecile? Or worse, I might think, are they retarded? Oh, shit. I said the R word. That, of course, is not allowed. The R word is bad. The R word has to be shunned. Now, why? You might know that the history of these words, the idiot, imbecile, and moron actually came as original terms for categories for an IQ test. On the lower end of the IQ test, if you had a lower score, you could be categorized as a moron, an imbecile, or an uh, idiot. Those words were later changed because those words were associated with the idea that you were in part stuck in this level, that you were categorized by this word, and instead a gradation of retardation was suggested. You were moderately retarded, profoundly retarded. And the word retarded, of course, meant you were uh, slower in development as opposed to you were basically an idiot and you're going to be an idiot your life for your whole life. Somehow, idiot, moron, and imbecile actually are okay to this day. And in fact, if I said that somebody is an imbecile, I actually sound pretty erudite. I sound smarter by calling someone imbecile. But if I call them a retard, I'm in trouble. The R word shall not be used. Several famous people have gotten in trouble for using it. Norm MacDonald, the great Norm MacDonald, got in trouble for using this word. Why? Why would we give this such arbitrary power? It doesn't have that power because 
of its inherent power, we've given it the power and we continue to give it that power. I guess if I hear a kid singing, there's some hwaz in this house, I'll just think to myself, hmm, they seem hwaetarded. Problem solved. Pass the tequila. Out!